I'd like to welcome you to this Ask the Experts webinar brought to you by Align Technology. It is now my pleasure to hand the floor over to your host, Trista Covey. Trista, you have the floor. Good morning, everyone, and thank you for joining us on today's Ask the Expert webinar, Invisalign Store Pilot, everything you need to know to convert consumers to patients in your practice. You will earn two AGD pay CE hours for attending today's program and also receive important instructions on how to obtain a CE certificate at the conclusion of the presentation. Additionally, CE hours will automatically be added to your Invisalign Doctor Site account. Please note you are able to listen to today's program via the webcast, and throughout the webinar, you will have the opportunity to text questions, which our presenters will answer at the conclusion of the presentation. We apologize in advance if we are unable to answer everyone's questions since our time is limited. Today's program will be archived in its entirety one week from today on the Academy tab of the Invisalign Doctor site, where archived versions of all previous XD Expert programs can be accessed at any time, allowing you to earn AGD pay CE hours. It is now my pleasure to introduce our speakers today, Dr. David Boschkin and his Director of Operations, Nicole Pruitt. Dr. Boschkin reached the level of Invisalign Elite Advantage provider in 2005. With more than 3,700 Invisalign starts, Dr. Boschkin is currently a Diamond Plus provider and has been treating Invisalign patients in the San Francisco Bay Area since 2000. He has developed one of the largest Invisalign study clubs and provides assistance to dentists worldwide. Dr. Boschkin has been an Invisalign lecturer for more than 18 years and has trained thousands of dentists and orthodontists throughout the U.S. and Canada. In 2011, Nicole, Nicole Pruitt began working for Dr. Boschkin as a treatment coordinator and is now the Director of Operations for Boschkin Orthodontics. Her significant contributions have brought the practice to greater than 90% new patient starts with Invisalign treatment. Additionally, Nicole began speaking for Align in 2018 and has trained treatment coordinators and office managers throughout the U.S. Nicole and Dr. Boschkin consistently work as a team to improve and excel in their overall patient experience, as they will share with you today. I will now turn the program over to Dr. David Boschkin and Nicole Pruitt. Thank you, Trista. Welcome, everybody. I'm super excited to be here today. Uh, the, uh, obviously, today's topic is about this new Invisalign store uh, model. So we have Quite a few people on the line, well over a thousand uh, doctors around the United States. Uh, we also have a live um, audience. Uh, we have in the house John White from Cleveland, Ohio. John, say hi. Good morning. Hi, everybody. This is going to be great. All right. Well, so John is Invisalign extraordinaire. This is a guy that's creating his own Invisalign location. So I'm super excited that he's here to join us today. Um, anyway, let's get uh, things rolling. Uh, Quick disclaimer, uh, obviously a lot of the views and statements that we make uh, today are going to really be our own and not reflective of Invisalign. Uh, the other aspect of this is that we are going to use the word we a lot. And so when Nicole and I use we, uh, we are trying to be specific to what Nicole and I have done, what we've experienced, what we have found. Uh, we don't want we to be somehow associated with aligned technology. So just as a little disclaimer there, moving forward. Uh, thanks, uh, Trista, for the introduction. Uh, this is obviously my bio. I've been do using Invisalign uh, since 1999, uh, approaching 4,000 Invisalign patients. 
Uh, we're at 95% Invisalign. There's a little backstory on that, uh, which we'll describe shortly. Uh, anyway, super excited that we're here today and, and um, appreciate everything that Align has done for me, certainly over the years. Nicole Pruitt, I'm interested to introduce you, uh, my Director of Operations. Uh, Nicole came on board seven years ago. Wow, Nicole. Seven years. Yes. Am I getting an itch? I hope not. <laughs> Are you getting an itch? Possibly. Oh, jeez. Okay, we're going to talk about that later. Uh, Nicole actually was, worked for ADP, the payroll company, for about 14 years. She was the regional manager, um, president's club every year, blah, 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 you know, total standout. Uh, I brought her in, and, and, and really from day one, she, she kind of pushed a different direction. Um, I was always thinking very clinical. I was always being very sort of measured in many ways, she really kind of brought the systems and operations to, to my offices, uh, as well as the mindset of, of, of growth um, and customer service. So I've been super appreciative for Nicole certainly to be part of this uh, journey. So uh, in, in terms of uh, kind of how this journey began, here's a picture of Joe Hogan, CEO of Invisalign. Uh, Joe came to my office maybe three and a half, four years ago before he started. And one of the things that he asked before he even took the job was, you know, what are we doing right? What are we doing wrong? How can we be better? Uh, and I thought that was an interesting perspective. And I, I've always really liked kind of the way he approached uh, business. And he, and he really is part of the, 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 the customer service mindset. And I always, when I, when I, my response at that point was, I think a line needs to drive more consumers to the doctors. And at that point, a line was doing a lot of marketing, and patients were, or customers were being referred to the concierge uh, program, but nothing in, in large quantities. And so, uh, as it turned out, a line ultimately came up with this, this store pilot concept. Uh, and it was during this time, maybe about three years ago, I lost my lease for my Los Altos office, and so I decided to go find a, a building to, to buy, and I purchased a building in downtown Los Altos, uh, where we're actually broadcasting this from. And at that point, I was 40% Invisalign. Joe kind of pushed me, why can't you do more? And I kind of made the usual excuses. I like Damon, I like my braces, I can't do this case, or I'm not as efficient with that case. And... I guess I was just kind of getting in the way of, of my mindset and, and getting in the way of, of success. And it was really, really one Friday afternoon. Uh, we were in temporary offices where we weren't even in the new facility. And it was a Friday afternoon, four broken brackets, poking wires, moms asking me why is this the fourth time that Joey's broken a bracket. And I kind of left that day just kind of feeling, what am I doing? I, I don't want to spend the next, 20 years of my career dealing with that sort of a business. And, and, it, and I called Nicole and I said, well, what can we do to increase off of the 40 that I had been comfortable with for 16 years, 15 years? And she started laughing at me and I'm like, okay, why is this funny? And she's like, well, I've been telling you from day one that you really need to change your mindset, that this is what the consumer wants, that this is where the consumer is coming from. They want clear aligners systems, they don't want braces, they don't want poking wires and broken brackets, and it was really at that point that the next Monday, we actually started 
providing Invisalign as the only primary solution uh, for orthodontics in our office. We don't even bring braces out anymore. It's always been then presenting in the Invisalign model. Every single patient gets scanned as part of the records and the outcome simulator to show them that rough draft. And this is, of course, very similar to what we're, we're seeing in the, um, in the store model as well. Nicole, do you want to add into that? I just wanted to add that when we made the shift, a big shift was also incorporating phase one. So anyone from seven to 70 goes into Invisalign, and that, that's been a big mindset shift and really what pushed us over. So as, as you look at this, this is my Los Altos office, uh, and it ends up being 3,300 square feet, uh, reclaimed wood, uh, glass, uh, very sort of Apple experience and all of that. And the idea was when we, before we moved out of that old location, we, which was 1,100 square feet, we were seeing 90 patients a day. When we converted from 40 to 95% Invisalign, which is where we're at now, about 95% Invisalign, we went from seeing 90 patients a day to about 50 patients a day. So our average day is somewhere around 50 patients. Here's what it did. And this is not even necessarily us forward thinking, we almost kind of backed into this, but the idea is that we see 10 consults a day, five of them are from our own referral channels, whether that's the general dentist or that is our, you know, care to share patients referring patients, but we're also seeing five store customer consults a day as well. So we're seeing 10 consults a day, and I, I, can, I can't tell you, there's no way that I would be able to see, that we would be able to see 10 consults a day, seeing 90 patients uh, a day in that old model. We wouldn't be able to deliver the customer service that we want, and we really wouldn't flow operationally the way we, we do now. So this has all been sort of a journey, and it's all led up to kind of where we are right now with this whole Invisalign store you know, model. Uh, as far as I know, we are the only uh, office in the world that actually has an Invisalign vault. Uh, I'm invested in a number of companies. One of the companies I'm invested in is uh, Lark. Uh, it's an alternate internet, all totally encrypted. Uh, anyway, all of our servers at the headquarters of Lark uh, are in a vault that's similar to this. And so I commissioned the guy that did that vault to make my vault. And so it's super fun to, it goes up about 10 feet in there, temperature controlled. Um, clearly, I'm, I'm, I'm all in. Uh, with with a uh, with a additive like this, um, I'm not sure my accountant appro approved or not. But uh, anyway, uh, it makes me smile every time I walk by it. Actually, uh, this is my San Jose office. I, I I purchased this one about 18 years ago, and rebuilt it about 12 years ago. Interesting thing about this location is that 60% of the Invisalign store. Uh, customers actually go to the San Jose location. Uh, the, the Invisalign store at Valley Fair Mall is actually equal distance between my Los Altos office and my San Jose office, but about 60% go to the San Jose location. Uh, and I'm not sure why other than it could be demographic, socioeconomic reasons, uh, but we uh, obviously flow well in that office as well to be able to receive these, these great customers coming from the line. So the next slide that we've got up here has to do with mindset. Dr. Boshkin spoke a couple of times about changing his overall mindset. 
And I think before we dig into these slides today, one of the big things that I'm going to challenge you is to think about what is your mindset today? Um, what are you coming into this webinar already thinking? Um, and we're going to ask you to open that mindset because what is the story about the store or about whatever else in your life that's keeping you from getting what you want? So, so really just changing that mindset. Um, for those of you that don't have a store that might be coming in your area today, really we want you to think about that consumer mindset. We're going to teach you a lot about what we've learned from the store in terms of who's coming in, the demographics, what they're looking for. It's really a change in mindset from the typical one-hour consult to a 30-minute consult and just things that they're looking at. So no matter who you are on this call, I think you can take something away from it. And I just ask you to, to keep that, that mindset open. So we're going to start today with the orthodontic opportunity and Dr. Boschkin. Great. So what is the opportunity out there? Well, some of you might have been to some of the summits uh, in Vegas for Invisalign over the years, uh, specifically the 2016 orthodontic summit in Las Vegas. Joe Hogan got up on the stage and he talked about how uh, really, orthodontics in the United States is only about two to three million people get treated every year, and it's only one to two percent of the population. So we really have barely scratched the surface. Out of the 335 million Americans, uh, we really are, have just sort of begun in what's out there. Now, of course, that two to three million people can be uh, that cohort can be fairly competitive. Obviously, we've got DSOs, and we have orthodontists, and we have general dentists, and we have we have uh, even potentially a, a group that, that gets treated um, by themselves. And so all of this is we're vying for that smaller end of that pie. And so what we've seen over the years is that 75% of the population could benefit from orthodontics. They have some sort of malocclusion, spacing, crowding, whatever that might be. Then there's 100 million people that we could put into Invisalign tomorrow, and we need to find a way to get there. We being Nicole and I, with John White as well, any of us that are in this space, uh, there's, we've got to find our own way to get these consumers into our office. Well, interesting thing is, Align has done that. With the store, they're trying to get that next level above the 2 to 3 million. They're trying to get that next 10 million group uh, which is a very specific demographic that Cole will talk about uh, that has kind of thought about orthodontics, but they've never really pushed too far ahead. They haven't necessarily gone in for consultations, uh, and that's something that, um, that we're going to certainly discuss as well today. So in terms of the typical ortho patient, this is who you're thinking about today. This is who you're seeing today. So this is the patient's that are referred to you from their dentist. These are the patients that parents are bringing in to get their kids treated. It's, it's what's coming into your office today. They want the ideal bite. They want the doctor to direct their treatment. Um, they're not coming in asking for what they want. They're looking to you to get that. And I think that's what we're used to. What the mindset shift is now moving to who this consumer is. Um, so this consumer, you know, is not only from the store, but it's also adults. I mean, we've got Google, right? We've had Google for a while. So we're finding information online ahead of time, coming into the store or coming into the office, knowing, hey, I want Invisalign. 
I'm not coming in to get braces. I'm coming in, I want Invisalign. And um, they want technology. So they want to be scanned. Um, they want to see what their mouth is going to look like before and after. And the expectations are a little higher. They're also, because they've done their research, they don't want to sit there for an hour with you. They've come, they've done it, they want to see how much, how long, and is it going to work. So you've really got to be ready to, to adjust what you've done for however many years and switch that up. Um, Nicole, you remember that? Remember that 16-year-old? It says post-millennials on his slide, and it, it just brought me back to two weeks ago. John, you'll love this story. 16-year-old comes into our office in the San Jose office, and she had done all of her research herself. Looked us up on Google, talked to North Carolina, the concierge uh, center, on the phone about who's their top doctor, and did all of her research, knew everything about Invisalign, comes into our office, we do the typical, take x-rays and photos, scan, do the outcome simulator, show the rough draft, and the mo her mom was there, but her mom was almost incidental in the experience. We were all taught in the consultation setting, don't have eye contact with just one person. Have eye contact with dad so dad doesn't feel left out, or with mom, or or with the, the, the patient or the customer in the chair. And it was so interesting that after Nicole went through all those records and went through the outcome simulator, the 16-year-old was like, okay, we're ready to go. And um, can we pay through Venmo, please? And I was like, yes. This is like, and this is like, this is like Venmo, pain, sort of millennial, and public-facing on, on basically telling the world I just got an Invisalign from Boshkin Orthodontics and all of her friends saw the posting as well on Venmo. Uh, and so I just thought, like, this is just trippy to it me. Is. And mom literally said very little the whole time. She was really just the bank account right. um, coming in. So, so just to add on to that, I would say the post-millennials, right, which are 18 and under, um, those are our kids. They're doing the research ahead of time. They have had a device in front of them since birth, right? Hopefully not right at birth, but they've had one. So, so be ready for that. My one piece of advice on that would just be don't assume that the parent is always making the full decision. Make sure that you're giving equal opportunity to everyone and you're being inclusive of everyone in that room. And then the, you know, the new consumer emergence, those are really the millennials, the 20 and 30 year olds that we're seeing walk in the store and now walk into our office. Uh, we don't see the 20- and 30-year-olds typically, and now we do. And it's, it's a fun new market, I think. I, I think that's a huge point to, to make, Nicole, you just did. We have always, in the field of orthodontics, seen 7- to 17-year-olds, and then we see kind of like the 35- to 55. We have, as a cohort, in not large quantities, seen the 20s and 30s in an orthodontic office. It's just not something that we've, we've ever seen. And, and this whole concept of where these people are coming from uh, is actually refreshing, and it's kind of fun. It's really a, a neat group to, to really start uh, building up in the practice. So in terms of the, uh, the store pilot, uh, go ahead, Nicole, on the objectives. So I'll just go ahead and get started. I'm, I, I've heard several objections about the store, to be honest. We had a few objections before we even got started, and I think that's what today is about. Let's be real. 
in terms of what we're experiencing and how to overcome it. Um, the biggest thing, like I'll say, it's going to sound like a broken record, but it really is all about mindset. And the change in terms of thinking of this as taking over the patients that I have now versus actually looking at this as incremental income. So these are people that are not walking in our door right now. These are people that we wouldn't have gotten outside of that. So how do we want to expand? Well, hey, we want to look at those patients that want orthodontic treatment but may not walk into your office. So biggest mindset shift, and when you say this is daily, is this is incremental income. But I can't fix his crossbite. This is incremental income. So, so just keeping that mindset uh, shift, and, and we'll go through more of those, those details through these next couple slides. But I gotta, I gotta say, Nicole, I, it is, it is a struggle for me at times when I see a, a consumer come in who, whether it's from the store, or it's just our own channels, and and they don't really appreciate the whole perfection that we want to give them. They're really interested in the anterior teeth, or they're just interested in a couple teeth. And I'm like, well, what about this tooth? What about that tooth? And, and it's, it, it, you definitely have to uh, figure out whether or not you want to treat some of these patients that really don't see the benefit maybe of, of straightening all the teeth. Uh, and, and certainly some of these millennials that are coming in from, through the store, uh, they have a different mindset themselves than, than certainly we do. And I, I think it's, 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 a, it's an adjustment that we're all kind of getting used to. Yeah, their treatment is directed by what they want. And as a doctor, you've always been trained to direct the treatment yourself. And so it is a mindset shift, and it's difficult. Um, so, but, but we, want, we want to embrace this. We've had really great success with it, but we do have daily discussions on you know, whether or not this is a good idea or not. Yeah, and so here's an example of, of the stores. Uh, the, the setup, Align has done a wonderful job of, of setting up these stores in, in terms of an experience store. Uh, these people come into the, the mall setting or wherever the location is, and they uh, are sort of wowed by kind of the systems and processes that are put in, uh, in, in play. And you can see on that lower right-hand corner, that walks you through the whole process of the store experience. Uh, and so if you haven't been in a store, you know, try to find one uh, you know, around the country. More and more are coming online. And we'll get to that later, of course. Uh, in, in terms of what these stores are all about, the most important thing I really want to get across on this is that 100% of the store leads are directed direct to the doctor. Uh, Align does not staff uh, any doctors in these locations. Uh, the intention is to shorten uh, effectively the, the purchasing or the buying cycle. I mean, that's really what Align has done. Uh, they have educated uh, these consumers, and by the time they come into your office um, to have the next level up uh, discussion, uh, they know a lot about Invisalign, and they have a, a strong sense of what aligners can do for their particular um, situation. So. Uh, this has been a pilot program. It's still considered a pilot program, uh, and Align wanted to certainly uh, 
test the theory or the idea that, that, that there could be a shortening in that buying cycle. And uh, we, of course, uh, have agreed with that and, and feel like this is a, a great direction that um, my office is certainly going. I think another thing that the stores have done is, um, is just expanded the branding. Yeah. People are asking for Invisalign. They're not necessarily asking for clear aligners. They're asking for Invisalign. They're seeing it on their buses. They're seeing it at the mall. Um, so it's, it's expanding, obviously, the intake of new consumers through the store, but we're also getting more calls as a whole because Invisalign is just being branded. So I, I love that. That, that helps everyone, right? It does. It sure does. <laughs> so in terms of, of incremental growth, we talked about that again. They are, they are incrementally, they mean Align Technology is continuing to help bring in new patients to your practice. So one of the other things that they're doing in the store that's really been helpful in terms of, of bringing patients on is something called Lending Point. Most of you may be familiar with that and using it in your practice, but in the store, they give the patient the opportunity to do a soft credit check and find out, hey, this is going to cost you 150 bucks a month. And then they can say in their mind, yeah, I can afford 150 bucks a month. They need to know that this is something that they can afford. So we're kind of, we're, we're touching all the bases before they even get into our office. Now, these numbers are reflective of a couple months ago, by the way, when uh, there was only four locations, two in California, San Francisco, San Jose, uh, one in Maryland, one in um, Pennsylvania, uh, King of Prussia. And, and as, as what's reflective in those numbers a few months ago, 10,000 uh, consumers, I wouldn't even call them consumers at that point, 10,000 people. Uh, effectively wandered into a, the store setting. Uh, and these retail stores, think about Apple stores. You know, people walk into Apple stores all day long because, you know, Tim Cook just w went to press on all the new features, the new phones, the new iWatch 4 and all that. Now that's driving a lot of consumers, of people driving into these stores to really play with the gadgets. And that's effectively what Align has done is they've created that experience where people can walk in in a low stressful environment. Uh, as I often say, uh, Align, and I'm using this word sort of lightly, but Align effectively ambushes these people uh, in, in the mall setting. And I don't really mean ambush like you're, they're, they're hanging out, the, the team for Align is hanging out in the, behind the clothes racks at Nordstrom and then they pop up and say, surprise, come on into Invisalign. I don't mean that in the ambush sense, but you know these people go to the mall and they're going to restaurants, they're going to Nordstrom, they're going to the movies, they're going wherever, and they happen to walk by the store and they're like, oh, Invisalign, hmm, I've thought about that. Uh, you know, I, I've always wanted to get my teeth straightened, and then they walk in. And, and of that ten, those 10,000, 3,500 uh, have been scanned scanned and they get the outcome simulator which populates the three different options, the signature, the signature plus, and the deluxe. Of the 3,500, 2,700 elect to then go over to the iPad station, type in their zip code, populates the, the, the doctor locator, they choose the doctor that they would like to continue the discussion with, 
uh, and then that's how it goes. So these numbers are obviously changing, uh, but this is sort of how uh, it looks uh, so far. Now, in terms of like, you know, who are, you know, these people, I, I think it's fairly reflective on the female side. Uh, a line is approaching 6 million people, um, and I may be mistaken, maybe they've, they've reached six, but I think they're approaching 6 million people worldwide that have uh, been uh, treated or in, in treatment with Invisalign. And that number is very close on the female side, about 70, 72% are female. Uh, average age for the store model is 32. Uh, I think our average age, Nicole, is what? 28. 28. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so we're a little on the lower side of this average. Closer to your age, right? Not yes, exactly. Very, yes. I just finished um, college, actually, <laughs> uh, dental school. Yeah, thank you. Wow. Compliment from Nicole. Uh, this, what we've seen is 20% have chosen Deluxe. In our office, that number is actually higher. Uh, we are well over probably 60% Deluxe uh, ourselves, but again, this is more of a national between the, the, the four different locations at the time. Um, and again, about 60% are choosing uh, the Signature Plus, which we'll talk about shortly. So this next slide that you're going to see is uh, just to give you a Again, this is in our office. This is a pilot. These are examples of patients that we have that have decided on Signature, Signature Plus, and Deluxe. So I wanted to give you just a, a quick visual on what it looks like. Really, the Signature is just a little bit of anterior crowding. Uh, there's no attachments, no IPR, just a little bit of crowding there. Signature Plus takes it up just a little bit. Uh, you can see that lateral is, is turned. We've got a little bit more crowding. We, we could use an attachment, and so they fell into that signature plus. And then finally, the deluxe, you can see lots of crowding, um, and we have some anterior work to do, too, on, on the molars. So that's just giving you a quick visual in terms of, of what we're seeing and um, just a quick example. Yeah, and I don't want to get into weeds on this, Nicole, but I, just, just as a, just a quick clinical aspect of this, mm -hmm. There are preset algorithms and guidelines for each one of these products, but specifically for Signature, uh, you cannot put on attachments. There's no IPR, period. So if you try to put something to Signature and you're trying to do all this crazy work, it just won't work. On the Signature Plus, that's really one above the Signature. Um, it, it, you, you get a little bit more runway, but you can put attachments on. And when you put attachments on, you, you, you can get actually uh, a better purchase point onto the tooth. You can execute a little bit more uh, in-depth um, movement that you couldn't do with Signature, and you're also able to do slenderization. Of course, the Deluxe is nothing different than what we've been doing for all these years with the full teen case, now the comprehensive case. Uh, we obviously... Um, that's your normal case and uh, that you've been treating over the years. So kind of keep in mind as, as much as we may want the deluxe on everybody, uh, you're going to get these consumers uh, that ultimately just want, you know, Signature or Signature Plus. Better is better. All right. Now, um, I actually can't believe I'm sharing these numbers with oh you. Gosh. I think you, Nicole, did no. you, you snuck it in, didn't you? I did Seriously. Not All right, here's the bottom line numbers. Um, even for my buddy Joe Field next door, who's probably listening in on this, um, he now gets to see my numbers. But this is incremental income, people. 
This is not cannibalizing. I want to reemphasize that. This is not cannibalizing any existing referral channels. This is the frosting on top of the cake, Nicole, or is it the whipped cream on whipped cream, uh, caramel? Like it's the good stuff on top, right? So this was as of eight months, so this is, um, these numbers are not reflective currently, but this is about a month ago. We had 80 Invisalign store starts. We're projecting out 120 for the year of 2018, which is going to bring in about a half a million dollars in production. Again, has nothing to do with our existing production in our offices, our existing uh, normal you know, channels of referrals. Uh, that number is increasing as well. And actually, an interesting idea, the reason I just love this slide, is we're talking about um, we will start 100, we being the Nicole and myself and my team, will be starting 120 Invisalign customers this year alone that come from the store. And that's just not 120. That's 120 Rolodexes. That's 120, like, people that, like, we didn't even know. Wait, wait, time out. Rolodex, Dr. Boshkin? No, yeah, Rolodex. You don't know the millennials, they don't use Rolodex oh, anymore. Oh, okay. Use so Rolodex. They use our phones. Does anybody ever use a Rolodex? It's, I, John, do you have a Rolodex? God, I just, did I just date myself? You just went from, from 28 to, like, I don't know. Like 68? Okay. It's that little black thing. Okay, yeah. anyway, sorry, Rolodex. It, the whole idea is that I get to get these people. I get all of their friends. I get their family. I get their spouses. And guess what? When they ask me, hey, Dr. Boshkin, should, I, should my girlfriend go down to the store to get scanned, or she, can she come directly to your office? What do you think I'm going to say? Your office, Dr. Boshkin. Come to my office. And the great thing is, you see in blue a few of the stats. Hey, how many of you guys are open on Saturday? How many of you are open on Sunday, how many of you are open at lunch? They are grabbing all of these patients while you're having a nice dinner with your family. So there's an, a whole other perspective in terms of the branding, the bringing people into your office, and now finally working when you don't really want to work um, to bring patients in, into your office. So there's, a, there's another positive. I just love these stats because none of us are, are working Sundays. If you're working Saturdays, you've you got to think about that. My wife would never allow me to work Saturdays. Lunchtime, this is why we have ortho chat, because we're all out of uh, the office at lunch when everybody is available, turns out, to call your office for new exams. And no, if you're working past five, I don't know, really? It's just go, go do something else other than, than work. Uh, past five. And that's the beauty of this. A line effectively has opened up like another office for me. And, and it's just, just a great experience for us to be able to know when I'm sitting watching my kids at swim meets on the weekends, I'm getting, you know, three, four, five, six consumer leads from Invisalign while I'm sitting watching my kids swim meets. Nothing better than that, Nicole. Nope. I'm getting the emails too. Yes, you are. All right. The workflow, how does this all kind of come down? Well, first of all, uh, these stores are beautiful. Um, they're well-designed. Um, typically, they're somewhere between 1,100 and maybe like 1,500 square feet. Uh, very open space, scanners everywhere. They have a scanning area. They have a brush bar. Uh, the team is highly approachable, very well-knowledgeable on Invisalign um, to answer a lot of Invisalign questions. 
And of course, keep in mind, again, they're not doctors. Um, many of them are RDAs that might be like also working in, in dental offices in the area. Um, but if they were, if the consumer asked them the question, hey, should I get my wisdom teeth removed before I get scanned or before I do Invisalign, these highly trained team members are instructed to say, hey, great question. You're going to have to ask your dentist the answer to that or to the referring doctor that you choose, you can ask them that question. So that's nice because they're not getting in the way or trying to treatment plan or anything like that for us. They're really just setting up the, the, the contact for us, okay? And they're, uh, they're not compensated based on a patient coming into any of the offices in the area. So they're really giving the consumer, um, you know, a perspective that doesn't feel salesy. So I really think, I really think that they like that. So in terms of what the workflow overview looks like, the consumer walks into, into the store, they decide that they want to get scanned, uh, they check in, they get a scan and a nice recliner, uh, it feels very much like you know a nice living room area, and they're able to then visualize what their new smile is going to look like, and they're able to see their smile as a signature smile, as a signature plus smile, and a deluxe smile. So they, they can there decide what, what works for them. And then finally, if they decide, hey, I want to get that done or I want to learn more information, I'm going to now find a doctor in my area, either by where I live or by where I work. And then the doctor will decide on whether or not they, they would like to accept the case and see them. And in terms of what they see, they being the consumer, when the scan populates uh, on the on the element, mm -hmm. they are able to see three different setups: the signature, signature plus, and the deluxe. Which will, based on the algorithms, based on the guidelines for each one of those products, it gives a nice sort of working rough draft. Mm -hmm. uh, the obviously the the team members at the stores are instructed to say, listen, it's a rough draft. Um, obviously, this is where the input of the doctor has value. This is where we are able to use all of our years of expertise in being able to say, all right, I need to close this black triangle, couple the canines, move the midline, whatever it, in, it ends up being, that's where our value comes in. And this is where why we like to see each one of these consumers coming into our office to have the next level consultation, uh, which we will talk about. Also in there is the smile visualization um, setup where you can put the patient's photos uh, and also merge the teeth, the scan in there, so you can see then what the smile design will look like. And again, this is all the high-powered um, mechanics that are built into the element. It's the use of technology, and, and I think that people expect that, and I think that people want that. So, so Align is just giving us an opportunity to be able to show our patients what their new smile could look like, or the consumer. In terms of what the, the products are, uh, you can see here in terms of Signature, Signature Plus, and Deluxe, what, what the price is to the consumer and what your um, return on that investment is. In terms of digging in a little deeper, uh, I talked about this when I showed you the three different options, but 
The signature smile is really mild to moderate cases. It's no slenderization, no attachments. It's $24.99. And we say, you know, up to a certain amount of aligners, but, but really we're just doing minor relapse cases with that, right? And if they have a little bit more crowding, some black triangles, some additional things, then the Signature Plus might be a better fit for them. That came out in July, and I will say since July 1st when that came out, we've seen a lot more people opt for the Signature Plus, right? Yeah, no, definitely. And just as a point of clarification, we, we being Nicole and myself, do not include retainers with the Signature Signature Plus. Um, that it would be an additional cost um, using Vivera, the four sets. Um, so that's a discussion that Nicole, my treatment coordinators, have with these store customers. With the deluxe, we include one set of retainers. But, but typically, we are uh, on board 100% with Vivera. Um, I think this year we'll do somewhere in the range of 400 Viveras, uh, and we charge 800 for Viveras. That's what we charge in our office. But, um, again, that's going to be up to you and how you want to manage that. But as it is, the line uh, on their end, uh, doesn't commit on the retainer aspect. That's really up to the discretion of the doctor. Mm -hmm. And Dr. Boschke, I want to get stand on what does the Deluxe Smile do? Well, the Deluxe Smile is, is really similar to obviously the Comprehensive. This is a specific product that Align has for the store. Um, obviously, you get your up to five years. So if you want to call, call it a five-year guarantee, you're able to give that to the consumer. You can obviously slenderize, you can use attachments. It's really the big, robust product that we all love and right. want and without any handcuffs or anything like that. So, um, and, and while we want to uh, potentially use Deluxe on everybody, we have to keep in mind that research has shown that the consumer wants the Signature Plus. Um, that's what we've seen since the launch of July 1st. Uh, and it's not to say that you can't have a discussion on a higher level product, but you know the research has also shown when when you start trying to upsell the consumer, uh, they feel it, they sense it. Um, Nicole, you're in on the trenches on that. You may want to comment on that. Yeah, they, no one wants to be told that their smile could look look like this, you know, in the store, and then come in and say, uh, actually, that's not really true. So. Mm -hmm. So we really, um, we really try to listen to what the consumer wants, but we're also really realistic about expectations. Just like with every other patient that you meet with, you really want to make sure that they know ahead of time what they can expect at the end. That's what's going to be able to give you amazing customer service. That's what's going to make the customer walk out and be satisfied, thrilled with your office, is that they already know what they're going to walk out with. And if they know it's just these teeth that are going to be straightened, hey, they still walk out happy. And that's what I want, that's what Dr. Boschkin wants, that's what Dr. White wants, is, is we want patients walking out happy who are then going to go refer their friends. And once they, they have, if they decide that they, what they see in front of them, the outcome simulator populates the three different options, and if they say, you know what, I really like that, it looks like the Signature Plus is something I want, then they what's called opting in. They decide to opt in and they go over to the iPad where then they pick the doctor based on the doctor locator. Uh, make sure you have a friendly photo of yourself. Uh, my buddy Matt Friedman who's right below me there on that photo. So look at that, nice looking guy. 
Um, you know, that, that's what you want. You want a good picture of yourself. Make sure your website's updated. I would imagine anybody on this call has fairly advanced websites these days, but all of these little uh, nuances does make a difference, actually, to a consumer who knows nothing about you or me. This is the first touch, um, basically, at that point. So what happens is um, when I'm sitting at my kid's swimming, um, it populates onto my phone that I basically just got a referral from a customer lead from Invisalign. Um, I'm able to then, while I'm still at the swim meet, I can go on with my phone and I can go in uh, and I can then review the um, assets, that's the photos and the scan that Align uh, has sent me. And you have the option within 72 hours to either opt in or opt out. And if you're on vacation and you're in the south of, of Italy, you know, and you're at Lake Serenus in Positano and you're gone for three weeks, you should probably have somebody, I know, isn't that a great place? You should probably have somebody, maybe one of your invisible leaders in your office, be taking control of this. Because if you don't respond within 72 hours, it goes to the next doctor on the list. So you really want to review daily uh, your queue of consumer leads, and you decide. Either you play or you punt. And if you want to play, that's great. Then you decide, you know, you look at the records, and then you submit it to have a clin check generated. Um, and then you, of course, can uh, wait for the clin check to be generated and then get the consumer in to have your next level consultation. Or a lot of the time, Nicole and I don't even wait the week or so that it takes to get the clin check. We'll bring them in because we have access on the outcome simulators from the store. So we have access to that scan with the three populated options. So we really don't need the ClinCheck per se when we go in and have that, that next level discussion with that consumer. Uh, but once they come in and they've re we've taken our own photos, we, often, we always take x-rays to evaluate whatever's going on in the bone. But once they've reviewed everything, signed contracts, we, of course, uh, proceed with the fabrication of the aligners. No different than what you normally do. So, Dr. Boschman, I have two follow-up questions. One is, how often are you checking? Realistically, just setting the expectation, is it important to check every day, the doctor site? Yeah, I think it's important to check every day. I, I get queued in on my phone. I have an Apple Watch, so even when I'm working out, um, all, all of my email gets pinged to my watch, so I can just see, oh, I just got another customer lead. So I know those, those customer leads are coming in all day long and on the weekend, so I already know, okay, I'm starting to get a queue again, and so let me go back in and, and review these cases um, and decide what we're going to do from there. Okay. And then the other point I wanted to make is that it's, it, the research has really shown that they need to get in, the consumer wants to get into your office or be contacted within a 72-hour window. That is really important. Think about when you go make a purchase or you get excited about something, you walk away and you move on to the next event. But if, you, if someone's on you about keeping that excitement up, um, we don't, we don't want to lose that. So get them to come in right away. We often double book with our store um, consult. Um, so, so get them in the door, make it happen so that we don't lose that excitement. And next we're just going to talk about the consequences of the upsell. I, I think I've said this before, but these are the stats. So they're 50% they're more likely to start 
um, if the doctor prescribes what they saw in the store. So they saw something, they found, you know, giving an example with Apple, they came in, they wanted this plan, um, and it was, you know, this much memory on their phone. That's what they want to buy. They don't want to be upsold to the next one. So just be really careful about that. In terms of financing, just to go into a little bit more detail of why LendingPoint is so important, really just has to do that 65% of patients don't start because they can't come up with a down payment. Um, so if we're throwing out a $2,000 down payment or a $2,500 down payment, whatever it might be, not everyone has that sitting around, nor if they have it sitting around, they may not want to use it for Invisalign. So giving them options to do a monthly payment plan other than, you know, it doesn't have to be internal. We, we use LendingPoint for virtually all of our store customers. And i got to be honest. Okay, be honest, Nicole. I, I fought this a little bit to start out with. Um, I'm not a big financing person. I, I don't want to take money away from the practice to finance this for a patient. But what turned me on LendingPoint was two big things. The first one is that LendingPoint pays the lab fee directly to a line, so you don't see it. That helps with cash flow. That's huge. The second point is that you don't have to pay the interest. You can give the interest to the patient, and the patient, if they want to finance that, is more than happy to, to do that. So I haven't gotten any pushback on that. People just want options. So, so I present it for everyone, and, and it's changed. Um, you know, our SAMRA, Katie, had walked me through how to, how to actually do it, how to make it easier, and so that was a mindset shift I had to make, and it was a really good one. It's made things a lot easier. In terms of what the process looks like in the store, they are able to just, you know, do that soft credit check in the store. If they're approved and they decide to go to your office as a doctor, you will get an email saying this this person has been pre-approved so that you already know that, and then you're able to manage it on a website that they provide for you. So why is this important to you, Dr. Boschkin? Well, let me tell you, I, the pain point here for me is, is obviously it, it's a it's a P&L sheet. It's, it's, it's cash revenue versus what my lab bill is. And, and John and I are very fortunate to be, you know, at, at the top of the, of the, the discount aspect of, of the lab bill. But, you know, it still runs into, there's a lot of lab bills. And, and, and I know John is, 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 is there with me, but, you know, we're looking at, you know, close to 700 Invisalign patients um, that, that we're going to start this year, you know, each. And so imagine that, the, the, the amount of money. Uh, that, that, that it takes to run this engine. Um, and that's why I, I actually really like LendingPoint because often the consumer will be paying the interest. They'll pay the interest over two or three years, and all we get charged is 1%, which is lower than the credit card rate. But more importantly, I don't get a lab bill. Uh, LendingPoint actually pays Invisalign the lab bill, and so it doesn't go on to my, my balance with Align. So that's certainly helping out um, in that respect. Yeah. And, and for the consumer, it, it's, also, it's helping them and it's helping our close rate, right? Because there's not that barrier that they found with 65% of people aren't starting right away because they can't come up with that. So let's eliminate the barriers. Let's bring people in. Let's find out what's holding them back. 
And, and so Lending Point's done that in terms of the financing options. All right, so with best practices, uh, in terms of the flow, it, you know, obviously we just we talked about that. Check your IDS site daily. And obviously what, what Align is going to be doing is Monday through Friday, uh, the, if, when the consumer is in the store setting, they will get your office on the phone to schedule that consumer um, for their next appointment. Uh, that's super convenient. So make sure that all of your addresses and, and, and um, days that you're open are correct on the Align uh, uh, website, on your IDS site. Uh, and then obviously the, the other thing is Align is, is doing some testing right now of software um, that will integrate with our software to be able to do scheduling in off hours. Um, and that way, think of open table. So you want to you wanna make a reservation for this great restaurant and it's midnight and you're in, you know, the restaurant's closed and you're like, okay, let me do it right now. That's where this dashboard uh, is hopefully going is for us to be able to have these consumers really touch us at any point uh, during the day and, and at night as well. Try to please take action within 72 hours. Uh, obviously, it, this is the competitive landscape that, that, that exists out there with respect to that. Uh, we want you to be the best um, representative that you can for your own business and, and certainly try to take action on that. Then um, obviously, we want to bring them all in to have that physical exam, take an x-ray. Don't compromise in any level of your normal care for consumers. Don't treat these consumers any differently. They're just like your own consumers. They've just come through a different you know, avenue. So uh, to piggyback off of that, in terms of best practices, we've developed a new workflow. So we have a, a new appointment that it's, it's not a new exam, it's a store exam, it's a shorter amount of time. And I've trained you know, our financial coordinators and our, um, our people that are answering the phone and, and booking those appointments so that they understand who this store customer is, who the consumer is, and they know how to schedule appropriately. So train your team. Um, and then give, give someone the responsibility to head this up, to make sure that they're following the leads for you, to make sure they're sending out emails and texts. And I have you know, one person in each office that does that. Uh, you're going to need someone to manage it. You can't let this fall through the cracks. And if you don't set up a workflow, it will. So in terms of what we found in terms of some of the um, – the takeaways, I think that's what the slide is. Um, Nicole and I will alternate on this, but I, I think, you know, who do you send out the email to or a text or a phone call? Um, if you try to send an email to a, to a millennial, they're not always going to answer it. They're more into texting. So, you know, a line's going to be sending out information to them, certainly because there's an a, a app that they can download and the, the consumer has their own dashboard yeah. uh, along the way which we didn't really go into in much detail, but, but there is that aspect of it all. Um, so certainly, whenever you can, get to that consumer certainly as quick as you can. And I would just add that they also don't answer the phone. They, unless they know the number that's calling, they usually won't answer. So make sure that you also text. I mean, how many of you out there answer your phone every time? Um, you know, some of you may, some of you may not, but, but remember some of it's a generational thing, so, so keep that in mind in terms of approaching your, your customers. Yeah, and as we said earlier, retainers, we have not included the retainers in Signature and Signature Plus. We've had it, we, it's Vivera is an add-on, and like I said, we charge $800 for Vivera. 
Uh, we do not submit insurances for Signature Signature Plus. Uh, we only submit insurances for the deluxe. So that again, that we're trying to um, augment the amount of time that we need to be spending on these consumers. And, and frankly, that's reflective of the product that they that they have chosen. So it's not like we're trying to be selective in our customer service no. um, at all, right? We're just setting up limitations yeah. so that it, it makes sense with our ROI. Most patients are okay with that. And, and the way that we explain it, and again, setting the right expectations from the beginning can lead to a higher success rate. In terms of doctor time uh, with the consults, I would say they need to be limited. So these people, again, they're walking in, they want to know those three questions. You remember from the first couple slides, how much, how long, and will it work? So have your TCs trained on what that looks like. Have them answer the questions and talk about it, and then have the doctor come in, introduce themselves, you know, do a, do a welcome, but they don't have to get in the weeds with these patients about all of these things, you know, and I, I joke about crossbite and different things because we say it all the time, but sometimes the consumer looks at us like, I don't know what a crossbite is, but I'm embarrassed to say it because I'm sitting here and he's acting like, you know, he or she is acting like I should know exactly what that is. So just be careful with your verbiage. And, and getting geeky in the consult room. Well, that's I it. That's, that. I, I, well, we do we do get geeky as as these as doctors. But I, I got to tell you, when when Nicole says limited doctor time, um, effectively, I do not go and see the store customer until they've already started signed the contracts, or if Nicole has some sort of high level talk, uh, like hey, they have a few questions. I then go in, and that's when I'll do like a quick exam in their mouth. I'll review the records um, at, at that point. Everybody gets an exam, but we're not sitting in there for 20 or 30 minutes, uh, me, that is, and going through like the ClinCheck or the Outcome Simulator. That's my, where my TCs come into play with that. Now, in terms of efficiency protocol, you know, how is it that I'm seeing 50 patients a day, seeing 10 consults a day, and, and starting, you know, roughly 700 Invisalign patients? How do I get to that point, well, obviously it takes a certain amount of efficiency and flow and, and processes in your office. It changes the mindset change, which we talked about in the early part of this, this presentation on my journey um, to that point. But we see all of our Invisalign customers. Um, it says 12 to 14 weeks. I think Nicole probably wanted me to keep that number down a little bit. But typically, most of my Invisalign customers I see every 14 to 16 weeks. If it's a signature case or signature plus and it's under 20 aligners, I give them all 20 aligners. Mm -hmm. if, it's, if it's a deluxe and they have 30 aligners, I'll, then I'll give them 15. Uh, I'll, each box has 11. I'll sneak in an extra three or four. And I see them two times in a 30 aligner case. Uh, then I'll do a refinement at the end. That'll be an average another 10 aligners. So I'll see them three times in, in each treatment. That's a whole other lecture on the ROI of, of orthodontics specifically Invisalign, but that's how we scale this. This is how we flow this. So we just don't get the trouble calls, the emergency appointments, the broken brackets, the poking wires, the gingival hyperplasia issues, the decalcification, whoa, whoa, whoa. See, this is the all part. that stuff. We get none of that. This is why this model that we created works so well and why we, it, 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 we just basically insert it right into the store model, and it works certainly really well. Okay, last slide here, uh, and then we'll go to Q&A. Um, these are the store locations that have been announced for 2018. Uh, there will be more in 2019. 
Um, and that's a, that's a discussion that a line can have with all of you. But these are the stores. Um, a little shout out to all of my Penn uh, brothers and sisters, uh, Blair Feldman, John Wachtel down in uh, Scottsdale, Anil Adicula in Denver, and Jeff Glick up there in Boston area. You guys are getting stores, man. Um, rock and roll. Uh, and again, I think we wanted to emphasize in the beginning, even though you may not get a store near you, I don't think you have a store near you, do you, John? Not yet. <laughs> That's a whole other discussion. You got you to talk to this guy, Dr. White. Uh, but if you don't have a store near you, that's okay. We want you to start realizing that the millennials, the 20s and 30-year-olds, are really starting to break out with the whole technology. They Venmo everything. They Instacart everything. They Google Express everything. They do not own a car. They have dollar cost average, what it would take to use Uber every single day during the year, and they know that the average person spends $9,000 a year on a car, and they can pay, take Uber every single day of the year, it will still be under nine grand. So this is the mindset of this new group that's certainly flowing into our office, and you're all gonna be the recipient of that, even if you don't have a store near you um, at, at this time. So. That concludes the, the webinar on RN. I'm going to bring this over to Trista, who can then um, actually manage the, the Q&A at this point. Thank you, everyone. We appreciate your time and hope that you gained a few pearls. Thank you, Dr. Boshkin and Nicole, for a really great presentation. I want to cover one quick thing that's very important in order to receive your CE certificate for this program. Currently on the screen, there's a link to take a course survey. Once you've completed the survey, you will have immediate access to your CE certificate, so please go to the survey link after the completion of the program. If you experience any problems with viewing of the presentation, the archived program will be available on the Academy tab of the Invisalign Doctor site. So we have received many, many questions um, for both of you, so I'll go ahead and get started. Our first question that came through was, is the store referring to GPs and orthodontists, and are there any restrictions? Is it just for orthodontists? Yeah, it's a great question, and the model that Align has at this time is it's based on the doctor locator, which means that if somebody goes to Invisalign.com, goes into the upper right-hand corner, puts in their zip code, that it will populate both general dentists and also orthodontists. Uh, and it doesn't matter whether or not they're a bronze or they're a diamond plus. Uh, it really comes down to the zip code. So in that past picture that I showed you of what it looked like, um, there were general dentists in that picture and there were orthodontists in that picture, and it's all based off of the zip code. So um, obviously the... It is, but I, I will add one additional point, uh, which is that align with each one of these new markets that they're going into, the regional and the territory managers will be selecting, I believe, Nicole, it's up to 30 doctors uh, per region as being part of the pilot doctors. Again, this is something you'd want to speak directly uh, to your territory manager about, uh, but initially it's restricted to 30 pilot doctors, and again, that would be both on the GP and the ortho side. I think it's all to be determined by region, so yeah. talk to your territory manager. Yeah. 
Okay, wonderful. And then can you explain um, your consultation appointment? There's a lot of questions on what takes place, also questions around what do you do with the needed records, like a, um, a staff or radiograph, any additional records, do you charge for them, do you take them, or do you only use what's provided by the store? I'll answer, I'll answer the first part, or the second part. Um, so we take photos and x-rays with every store uh, consumer, customer, not unlike our own channel patients or customers, and we do not charge for records. So when they come in, whether or not the store customer starts or not, we will take the x-ray if we feel like, if I feel like there's an indication for a CEPH, um, I'm not going to likely take a step on somebody who's 60 years old um, or somebody who comes in who's got a class one occlusion. Uh, everybody will get a Panorex. Everybody will get our own photos. Um, a line takes the photos. Um, I just feel I like to do my own homework in some sense, so I like to take my own photos uh, in my office. So those are the, the records that we take. Uh, and again, we already have a scan from a line. The first part of that question was kind of the systems and process or the flow. Was that for you, Nicole? Right. Trista, it was, it was the flow of the, the new consult. Is that correct? Exactly. Yep. Okay. So what that flow looks like is, like I said, we schedule about 30 minutes. Um, we already have notes in the system saying why the patient is there, what product they've picked. So I go in and I meet with them. I ask them how their store experience was. I ask them if they were just shopping or if they had made an appointment. I want to know just the background on, on why they're there, how long they've been thinking about it. That's important to me. And then I just build a little bit of rapport with them. Um, from there, I go through the simulation. I talk to them about what, what their teeth are going to look like. I will address any concerns that may come up of things that won't be addressed just to make sure I'm setting proper expectations. And then I will go through the product. I'll show them the aligners. I'll show them the attachments. I'll talk to them about retainer wear. And then from there, if they have any additional questions, I come out, I grab Dr. Boschkin, and he'll come in and address those. So the only thing I missed before I go into, into the details is we will usually have them come in even before I meet with them and take those records that Dr. Boschkin just mentioned. Is that clear? It is, yes. And in regards okay. to those records, are you guys including those in your fees or are you charging extra for those records? They're included in our fees. Okay. Wonderful. There are a lot of questions regarding are these patients up to date with their dentist and ready to go or are these patients that typically have not seen a dentist and may have caries and need an oral health screening? What has been your experience, and who yeah, is liable? Good. I think it's a really good question. We, what we have found so far uh, in the several hundred referrals from a line from the store uh, is that the majority of them, about 80%, have a dentist and see a dentist on a regular basis. Uh, we certainly have been placed in situations where they haven't seen a dentist in five years. Uh, and so we make the call at that point to say, hey, I, I need you to go. I'm going to refer you over to, um, you know, one of my friends who's a, who's a dentist. I need them to kind of go through a, a thorough cleaning and, and um, 
Perry evaluation, Carrie's evaluation before we, we, we proceed. And, and typically when that looks like is they'll go and they'll get cleaned up and then they come back and then we'll rescan them. They don't need to go back to the, score, the store for that. Uh, we'll just do a rescan uh, if we feel like it's indicated, like if they needed a crown. We've had obviously a couple people that have come in that, that, that had some, a significant cavity. Uh, and, and we really needed to kind of stop the discussion until that was fixed. Keep in mind that, that the store team, um, while they are obviously highly trained um, in, in the, all the systems, if you will, of Invisalign, um, they're not practicing dentists. They're not, many of them are RDAs, um, but they're not looking in the mouth to do an exam. Um, they are there to really um, build out the asset of taking the photos, taking the, the scan. Um, they're not diagnosing. And, and so some of this is going to come your way with some people where they haven't seen a dentist in many years, and that's going to be up to you in terms of how you want to deal with that situation. So I would say that it's a very small percentage. Very small. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just I, maybe on a handful of people that we've kind of felt like, Maybe you should go see a dentist first. It's less than what you would think. I, I think is, is what I wanted to say is, is your perspective may be like, oh, these, these people don't want to come into an office. They, they must need a lot of dental work or they haven't kept up with that. But we're not, we're not really finding that for the most part. But it's not a barrier to entry at all. Okay, great. Um, this question is actually for Nicole. Nicole, you mentioned double booking the store consults. Is this because they typically don't show up for their scheduled consults, or what is the reason for this? So number one, the number one reason just has to do with I want to get them in the door. I don't want to lose their excitement around just getting scanned and seeing that. Um, in some cases, we will see that they won't um, they won't show up, um, but in most cases, we've been able, we've, we've closed that gap. And the reason that we've closed that gap is we've done not only a text confirmation, but a phone confirmation the day before. I found that that's really helpful. And because we already know what we're going to do, I can have one fill out their health history form, and I can start in with another one and while you know someone's taking records. So I'm able to kind of manage that back and forth. Um, and it doesn't happen every day, but if, if I can't get someone in for three weeks, I'm going to double book them because I don't want to lose that potential customer. Well, and also, let me add on to that, though, is that we not only do I have, you know, my treatment coordinators in the consult room, every, each office, each of my offices has two fully functional consult rooms. So we're able to, in one consult room, have our normal traditional patient you know, channel, and then the other could be the store, or we might even have two store. And so given the fact that many of these consumers have already chosen their product, they're like, they want Signature Plus, they just want to like have me come in, do my exam, take an x-ray, look at you know, their mouth in a little bit more detail, ask some pointed questions. But a lot of the time, my financial coordinators if I, I, can be, I can pull them into that scenario where they're in there and they don't need to go high level into Invisalign, even though they're all cross-trained, that may not be their skill set, but at least those financial coordinators can go in there and then they can just you know, talk through everything. If they need me, they come and get me. I can answer a few questions. And then they go through the financial aspect, which they already know about, the lending point, and it's done. So this is a really truncated or shortened 
buying experience. It's not your normal hour long, which frankly is still too long with the, the normal traditional channel. Um, you really want to get anybody in your office as fast as you can and keep them in there for maybe 30 minutes. Get those records, make those quick evaluations, get that scan done in your office uh, or evaluate that scan and then present the finances and then either either play uh, and, and get them started or I'm not going to, I don't want to punt, but I, I just want to play. Okay, so speaking of punt, we did get a question on how often do you punt a potential case from the store? Ah. Nice segue, Trista. Nice segue. <laughs> have I ever punted? Um, I, I don't think I have. I think once we did. Yeah, we did, we did one I mean, because we needed to set proper expectations. But we talked to him on the phone. We're approaching, I mean, almost 300. Well, now probably about 280 or whatever. I don't think I've punted maybe one. I don't know. I, to be honest with you, um, I play. Okay. Because of the store customers wanting a different experience, do you see them on the same intervals or appointment schedules as your normal patients, or do you have different protocols? You know, we don't treat these consumers any different than our own patients. We see every Invisalign patient every 14 to 16 weeks. The only thing, we, we've done a few little modifications, all signature plus. We place the attachments at a liner number one because typically there's only attachments maybe on the on the canines, the threes, and maybe maybe one of the fours or whatever. So we place those attachments at the first aligner to shave off an appointment. The signatures, of course, they don't get any attachments or IPR, so we give them the whole box of aligners. And if it ends up being 18 aligners, we'll see them 18 weeks later. So we're not seeing them in a in a regular interval. Um, that would be any different than our own traditional patients, except the signature where if they have 18 or so liners, we'll just give them all to them. And we're switching out weekly with all of our uh, consumers, all of our Invisalign customers, um, although many of them, Nicole can speak to this, uh, we do a lot of Propel, um, and we do a lot of uh, vibration, and we do some mops as well in some of these store consumers. Uh, we also use uh, light as well. And so that's another way to speed up and, and treatment and get a little bit more predictability in some of these a little bit more challenging cases, in which case some of those, depending on the frequency, they might switch out every four days uh, or every three days, depending on, on what we're doing. But if you're looking at your standard uh, consumer, every seven days switch out every 14 to 16 weeks that we see them. Okay. Do you always see a patient in person, or do you ever mail the aligners to the customers? We always see the patient in person. It's, a, it's just important to do, to do the exam in office. We don't want to mail out aligners without seeing any of these patients. So. Have we, have we've never mailed out aligners. No. And, and I, honestly, I don't know that we will. I mean, the only time we've ever mailed out aligners is that college kid that's in a refinement. You know, right, but that's but we, a different so scenario. Yeah, we know. Yeah. We've already done that exam. But, but no new patient or new customer would we ever consider doing that. Okay, great. Next question. Does the Invisalign store take care of the financials and lending club, et cetera, or is that done in the office? 
and can you still offer in-house financing? So the only thing that happens at the store is that they pre-authorize them, the, the consumer for the options, and then all of that's done in office. You can do in-house financing. In our offices, we choose for our store customers to either pay in full or do lending points. That's just our own, our own protocols. But, but the store does not deal with any money exchange. They only give them that opportunity, and that really just has to do with giving the consumer a visualization of what they can afford and, and making sure that this is going to fit within their budget. So it's giving them another win when they walk out. Instead of thinking $24.99, $34.99, or whatever it might be, they're thinking a couple hundred bucks a month or less. Okay, great. Next question. When a case is sent to your office, what protection does the doctor have or what can we make the patient agree to should the scenario arise when the patient is uncooperative, unrealistic about the outcome, or the case drags on endlessly? Gosh, that's like doomsday question. Thanks, Trista. <laughs> we have not seen any of these doomsday scenarios. But there's a reason that we haven't seen them, Dr. Boston, because we said I know. Well, let me let me yeah. answer that first and you can chime in on that, Nicole. I, we 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 do a lot of our due diligence from the outset. Um, we are very strong we being Nicole, but also being myself that the product they choose, if they choose signature, they they are fully vetted on the limitations of the product. They view the the outcome simulator or the ClinCheck they are, and everything is documented on our end. We obviously have contracts that, that state all this. If somebody were to midstream, say, halfway through the signature, signature plus, you know, now I actually think I want to correct the crossbite. You know, at that point, we haven't had that discussion ever yet in eight months of doing this, but I would imagine that discussion would look a lot like, well, you've chosen this product. Um, we're happy to finish you off in this current product, but if we wanted to go deeper into your orthodontic care, we would have to effectively switch products, which would look like however that would look like financially to them. Uh, and again, I, I think one of the reasons maybe we haven't had to deal with this pain point is because, well, Nicole and my team has done such a phenomenal job of building in those expectations from the outset and really clarifying what we can do for them or what the product is designed to do for them and, and, and what other issues that they might have might be left on the sidelines. That's correct. And, and I would just add that I have a different contract that I've come up with uh, to use in our offices for the store patients that clearly outline the expectations of each product, and I have them initial it. So although you know that's not going to take away any naysayer, at the same time it's going to it's going to set those expectations from the beginning, so that again we we create an environment where where the patients are happy at the end. Okay, wonderful. The next question is a two-part question, and we we received a lot of this, and it's as orthodontists we're used to shooting for ideal results. With Signature and Signature Plus, where the treatment stops short of ideal, how have you handled this, and how do you communicate to the general dentist when ideal occlusion has not been established? 
Well, do you want to take that one? <laughs> <laughs> hey, John, you're, you, you're over there kind of quiet the whole time. I, I go back to better is better. Yes. And if that's what they, you know, I don't expect my Toyota to drive like my Mercedes. Yes, better is better. Um, that's a good question. I mean, I, I, I we send out a letter uh, to all of our our dentists, uh, and if and if it's not somebody I know, dentist wise, we would send a letter to whoever they say is is you know on the clock as their dentist. And we, we just say, here's an exam, and then in that letter, we just state that this is an Invisalign store customer. Um, they've chosen the signature product, um, and, and we essentially put in that line item, uh, limited treatment. Um, so I have not received a phone call yet uh, from anybody regarding that. Um, and you did I, receive a good phone call, though. Remember the guy that just finished that gave us the five-star Google review? The dentist called, and, and you were able to talk to her about the finish, yeah. and she was happy with it. She understood what yeah. the parameters were. So I think it's just about setting the right expectations, right? It is, and, it, and this is an evolving concept. I mean, general dentists are, 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 are in this, this journey with us with respect to this store model, and so they're going to get the same situation themselves, which is they're going to do start a signature case, and it's going to maybe not ideal treatment. Um, in the end, but um, I, I think it's a good question. I think it's it's just always evolving. Um, I think as of right now, we feel pretty confident in, in the limited number of signature and signature pluses that we've done. Like I said, the majority for us has been deluxe, so we really haven't had to really directly deal with that potential uh, issue or pain point. Um, but I think. Uh, uh, I think communication at the end of the day is, is golden. And so if, you, if, if any of the doctors out, feel, out there feel that if you're going to put somebody in the signature and you want to just make sure that the dentist isn't thinking like you're doing, you know, anything less than optimal treatment, then that's where a phone call happens or that's where a letter happens to explain what the consumer requested. Okay, great. We have time for just a few more um, Another one, who owns a store and can a doctor own a store? Ah, now you're thinking. I own all the stores. Um, just kidding. <laughs> that was a joke, by the way. Yeah. Um, so Align um, designs, builds, runs the stores. So this is part of Align technology. These stores are obviously um, their creation and it's, it's their management and it's their training of the team. And, and, um, and so we obviously have been very thankful for being part of um, this program. Um, with respect to franchising, no, there's no, as, I, as far as I know, you can certainly talk to your territory manager about that. I don't think that that's the direction that Align's going um, with these stores in terms of franchising. Um, but of course, you know, it's, it's a free country, so if, if there's something you want to get into yourself, you know, there's, there's certainly other people out there that are doing um, some similar things to what Align has done with the scanning, uh, you know, with, with these Invisalign stores. Okay, great. The next question, is the Smile Visualization software going to be available or is it available to private practices? I would refer to your territory manager on that question. I know the simulation is available. 
I can't properly answer that, Trista. I'm sorry. Okay. The next one, how accurate have you found the simulation to be for your signature and signature plus cases in regards to a practical outcome? Oh, I, I mean, I actually, the I, I'm actually been really pleased with uh, with the signature and the signature pluses. The signature plus started February or July first. So these signature pluses are now starting to roll through with either their second appointment uh, or even potentially starting to finish up a, a few of them. But you know, for the most part, uh, the signatures that we started when the San Francisco store opened in November of 2017, we finished you know half a dozen signature cases, and I, I think maybe. Only two out of the six needed a refinement. The rest treated out ideally, and we, we got what we wanted. We got a really beautiful, nice response. Happy, um, happy customer. So to answer your question directly, uh, I, I think it's fairly close to that outcome simulator ends up being a, a pretty good representation of, of what we're going to see in the end. Okay, great. Thank you so much, Dr. Boshkin and Nicole, for this wonderful presentation. This will conclude the Q&A portion of our program. We know many of you have many questions on this topic, and we do apologize. We have run out of time. A couple of quick reminders. Please go to the link that is on your screen right now to take the survey and to receive your CE certificate. One week from today, this entire program will be archived at the Academy tab on your Invisalign doctor site. I wanted to thank Dr. Boschkin and Nicole again for a great presentation and thank all of you for taking time out of your Friday to join us. We look forward to seeing you on another Ask the Expert webinar. Thank you very much.